You are no longer part of the system. You are above the system, over it, beyond it. We're them, we're they. We are the brothers. Yo, DJ, You know what the difference is between you and me? I make this look good. And you know this, man? Where they at, dude? Yo! Where they at, dude? We back at it again? Yes, sir. Back to back. Back to back. <laughs> yeah, episode so, two. Episode two. Hopefully y'all enjoyed the first episode. I showed a lot of love on that joint. Uh, Appreciate you. Jay Brewster here with... The fellas, the brothers. What up, what up, what up? What up, Rye? Chillin', chillin', man. What up, Earl? Happy to be here. I'm good. I'm still the reverend. Still the reverend. Good. What's good, Doc? How you feeling this evening? Blessing, how faith. Yes, sir. Yeah, so, man, we got some goodies to definitely dive into and get into. Uh, but <laughs> one thing from last topic that we didn't get into, but, man, I want to have my brother... Talk about it. it was kind of funny though. We were talking about the whole showing your shoes thing showing and whether it was shoes. appropriate. We went overseas to Burma and uh, it was some different type of food, you know. So that food is gonna hit you differently. And my, we was like in church like all day long. So anybody who ever grew up in church know what it feel like to be in church like all day. And like this is a third world country, mind you. So it's not like regular plumbing. So to speak. So my brother, he had a meal. They would always feed us like right before we had to go to church too. Yeah. And it was like no bathroom breaks. And so like he had to pretty much like really dip out real quick and like say, hey, I gotta go to the bathroom. I'm gonna have him tell you like what he encountered. It was kind of funny. That was really a surprise. But uh yeah, man. So what happens is we eat what? At five o'clock and church is at six o'clock. Yeah. So like first of all, I'm not used to eating dinner like right before church like that you know most of us we either wait to after church you know or you may eat a couple of hours before so uh i think that time i was real careful about what i ate you know i was either chicken or what chicken was with everything and then rice was with everything right but this particular time man they had this beef this beef <laughs> so i'm like all right juicy no. beef <laughs> very juicy beef it was tender you know so I'm like, yeah, I, try, I tried one piece and i'm like like, all right, cool. And I, I tried some more. And it was it had a lot of juice in it. But I don't know if the juice ran my stomach or just the different meat. You know, I wasn't used to that kind of, <laughs> that fine of, you know, meat or whatever it was, man. But it ran me, like, right away. I kind of felt it at the house. And I think I told you, I was like... You, you I was, was like, like trying bro, to, like, you know, hold it, whatever. But, like... Bro, I we, think I may need to go to the bathroom. And he was like... What did you say? Like, uh, bro, um... It was something like churches. It, we were getting ready to go to church. It was like maybe, what, 10 minutes before, so we didn't right. really have time to go back. We didn't want to, you know, uh, overdo the driver. So, like, uh, we get to church. I felt it, man. And I think you warned me, too, not to drink some water because you were like, and that's really going to get you. That's going to make it worse, <laughs> man. It's going to make Soften it worse. Your stupid. So, um, so I drank the water anyway, bro. And then it just hit me real hard. So I go outside. I was pretty much rather, uh, ready to get down with the Burma ways, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I went outside, I was thinking that uh, the bathroom they had outside had maybe like a little, you know, toilet or a hole. Man, it was a squatter. <laughs> but no, this is what got me at first, bro. You know, like in, in the very front of church where it says boys bathroom, that yeah. was pretty much a spot just for people. 
Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it was nothing but rocks, which I'm assuming now that's what you were supposed to stand on. The rocks, so you didn't get in the mud. It was that gross. So I went out there, and I'm like, well, there's clearly nowhere to go right here. So I come back in, and the pastor's uh, house is right next door, one of the pastors. So I'm like, hey, do you think they have a bathroom? So the guy's like, yeah, you know, they have a bathroom. So I'm thinking a regular toilet. You know what I'm saying? So I go into this... Uh, I go back there. Somebody's in there, first of all. <laughs> so they knock on the door. I don't know if the dude was in there using the bathroom or taking a bath. So, like, they knock on the door. We clearly have disturbed this guy, whatever he was doing. So he comes out like, oh, you need to use the bathroom? Hey, come out so he can use the bathroom. So I go in there. I look around in this room, bro. No toilet, bro. So I'm looking around like, okay, what? What is this? What is this room like? You know, what am I supposed to do in here? I look down, bro, and see like the smallest hole that I ever <laughs> seen in my life. So it's like this, this hole or this, whatever that was, bro. A, a squatter is what we found out it was with the bucket on the side. So clearly, you handle your business and you flush with the bucket down this hole or this tube, which is basically like a water hose. And then I look around and I see like draws hanging around the thing, bro. So I clearly. Just left out of there. I'm I'm not I wasn't about that life at the time. So, so I left you, out. You probably said like what the driver took me back to the hotel? Bro, I came in to ask the driver to take me back in the middle of church. Bro. Take me back. Yeah. I, I came back and had a blessed service. Yeah, so that was kinda of funny that we didn't get really into last time, bro. I thought we yeah. gotta share that quick Burma story with y'all. Burma time. But uh Roddy Rod, what's the first topic we get into today? And um first topic is a topic that's what was that? Near and dear to people's hearts. Um, many people feel many different ways about it. Um, but we're going to talk about whoopings. Whoopings. Whooping club. Yeah, so um, let's just kind of share our uh, experiences, our, our kind of like our stories of how we were brought up, how we were raised, um, kind of take it from there. Um, first of all, did you all get whoopings growing up? Are we all black inside here? That's true, but hey, it's you yeah, know, so hey, we all got on where you depending on where you was raised at, man. So I, I mean, that, what, what age did you stop getting whippers? Let's let's take kind of there. When's the last? Can you remember your last whipping? How about you, Earl? Try I can. It's vivid, bro. I don't really remember the last age. I remember my last bad experience with a whipping. I was in eighth grade. <laughs> what happened, man, bro? I had a mouth, bro, and I think. I think it was either my mouth or attitude I had that morning. But, bro, I got three whippings, bro, before I went to school. Oh, damn. So, like, whatever I did, I didn't learn after the first whipping. I must have said something after the whipping. And then I had an attitude, so I ended up getting another whipping. But what made it so bad is what I did afterwards, bro. So I got three whippings, bro, that did affect me. I cried. So I had to walk to school, right? So my friends were like, man, what's, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? So... I couldn't at that age I don't think it was cool I don't know if they were still getting whooping So I wasn't gonna be like Yeah I just gotta whoop it <laughs> It was embarrassing enough bro So I lied bro I said like a family member died bro So You, you know, pretty much said a family did, member died And you were talking about I the whooping I did bro I'm not man, proud of that man But I pretty much sniffed all the way to school bro. I was pretty upset about that bro. I don't know if it was just the physical whooping Or the emotions But God bro I got three whoopings bro In one morning so Man yeah. That's a lot man But I remember my last whooping I was in sixth grade and um, I lied about having a progress report 
I literally was flunking in class. I think I had a seven in the class, like the number seven. A seven? A seven. My grade, my grade average was a seven, like single digits. Not you just got credit for writing your name on the paper. Exactly. Barely. 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 So yeah, so I had a seven on my progress report. I hid it in the bottom of my book bag, and the only reason my mama found out was because. Um, she drove by the school and she seen the marquee and the marquee said progress reports going home <laughs> dry stitching yeah no this, this and this so I'm like dang she seen it so um, when we get home she like where your progress report at so she snatched my boot bag out of my hand looked through my boot bag she couldn't find it at first and then she pulled it out and she just looked at me like like really really dude <laughs> a seven you know so yeah, she uh, you, you didn't even get yeah, it yeah so but, 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 A for effort <laughs> no, the thing about it was I was in 6th grade um, at the time I was was that I, the worst year for all of us though probably so man 6th grade yeah probably so yeah but let me finish the story but uh, as I um, I'm about this time I'm about the same size as my mama I would say almost so I'm like, I'm not really fearing the whooping. I really don't know how it's going to go because I haven't had a whooping in a long time. But I'm like, okay. So she just, she grabbed the belt. I'm fully clothed. She grabbed the belt. She hit me and I'm just like looking at her like. That don't hurt. Yeah, like that don't hurt. You know what I'm saying? So um, she hit me a couple times and actually she started laughing because she was realizing it wasn't hurting. So I just, I think I just like faked like I cried. So she just stopped. Yeah. And then we just sat at the table five minutes later and laughed about it. Cause it was like, it was kind of awkward while <laughs> yeah, it was happening. Yeah, it was kind of awkward <laughs> while it was happening. Okay, just stop, please. The dangerous thing about that though is when they stop hurting, like moms normally graduate to punching you. Yeah. You. Yeah. So yeah, wasn't the last time I got punched, but uh, yeah. Yeah, well, that means me, you know what I'm saying? My story, cause I think the last time <laughs> I got hey, whooped, like, I don't think it was a whoop, but it was more like a beat. <laughs> Uh, I think I was about 12 or 13. Mm. But before I tell that story, let me go just rewind. Before that, where I actually got spanked over some spinach. Mm. And so. Trying to be yeah, you like Popeye, man. Yeah, I don't like spinach like at all. The smell of spinach, like the taste of spinach, even thinking about spinach turns my stomach. And so my mom had made spinach that night. And so I walk in the kitchen and I smelt it. And I was just like, look, if I eat this spinach tonight, I'm going to throw it up. So my dad overhears that. <laughs> he was like one of the, the people like, you're not going to tell him what you're going to do in his house. And so he didn't realize I wasn't telling him what I wasn't going to do. I was just stating the fact, like, this is going to happen. Yeah, I don't like if, spinach. It's got an if, then effect, you know? Yeah. And so he thought I was just being rebellious and, you know, defiant. So, like, he takes a the big old serving spoon and plops this gigantic serving of spinach on my plate to make a point mm-hmm. and so he's like eat it so I, I go to grab you know the fork I'm like look if I eat it I'm gonna throw it up I'm like pleading with him he did not hear it and so like I, yeah I take that first bite I kind of start to dry heave and he stands up you heard that you know that familiar that, that bloop, 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 you know that belt go through that loop and he took me to the room and he started tearing my behind up and so my mom was in the other room saying like dang I'll never cook spinach again if it take all that but, <laughs> oh, bro that's yeah that's pretty horrible like fast forward like maybe two three years after that I don't know I guess I was feeling myself I was about 12 years old I don't remember the altercation that led up to me and my dad getting into it <laughs> but like I thought I was grown so like I like swung at him and you swung I, at your dad? yeah I swung at my dad I really did swag it. In word is you crazy. I guess I was. Yeah. <laughs> but I never saw like an old man like move that fast. Nah, they got that old man strength though. You Bro, like he like leaned back like he was a matrix and like dodged the blow. 
he hit me with a two-piece like so quick and I, I was just seeing stars i remember he like grabbed my shirt ripped it open Daddy. threw me back on the bed and i remember kind of like being dazed he's like slapping my face like hey wake up we ain't done yet and so like that was the last time i remember like <laughs> you gonna get this work <laughs> I like me getting like whooped, like for real. I was like 12 or 13. So mm. that was pretty Ugh, stupid on my part. I think we all did dumb things at that age. Like I said, sixth grade for me was probably the my one of my worst years, man. Like even with the progress report thing, like I don't know why we did that, man. I remember stealing the whole class's progress reports, bro. Man, you the whole class. I had Mr. Dunn, bro. Never forget it. Fairway Middle School, bro. Wow. I took the whole class's progress reports, bro. <laughs> so ain't nobody go see me. <laughs> uh, he was so smart, man. I think one class he was like, I know it's somebody's birthday coming up. That's how he kind of figured it was me. Mm. I'm like, this old dude is smart. No, wow, man. But, but um. I mean, do, do okay. So now that we're all a little bit older, you know, starting to develop families and stuff like that, um, or you have the the toddler, you know, the young, yeah, the youngest at the at the crew. The issue, yeah, a little issue. It's my godson. What up, issue? What up? Ishi. But uh, but um, so how how do you feel about discipline? I mean, do you think spankings are cool? Whoopings are cool? Um, do you allow others to whoop your child? Like, what's what's your guard? What's your guardrail, and how how are you setting you know kind of the standard in your household? Well, I answer the second part first. As far as other people whooping my child, uh, if you don't have my direct permission to whoop my child, I'd rather you not put your hands on my child. Okay, and uh, that's because I don't believe everybody would discipline him in the same love that I would. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think immediate family understands. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Okay, if I'm watching him and he does something out of line, a pop on the hand or something, you know, something to let him know what he did was wrong. Right. But I don't expect you to whoop him like, you know. Full force. like Yeah, like if I was going to, because I don't even whoop him like that. You know, we may pop him. You know, some people get out of line. So and that's just me. You know, I know some people believe in letting the whole neighborhood whoop your child. Yeah. That worked for you growing up. You know, that's cool. But I'd rather not just with everything going on, man. People, you know, you never know where they're at mentally. Right. So, yeah, I necessarily don't want any and everybody whooping them. But we, uh, we pop him. You know what I'm saying? If he needs to be popped. But I, I'm more, I'd rather talk to him if I can. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The, Pop shouldn't be the first, you know, <laughs> first reaction. Go to disciplinary yeah. reaction. But it's levels too, though, man. Like um, him putting his finger in a socket or something, I might pop him, you know, just because I want you to really understand, like, how serious that is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, a physical pain reminder yeah. of what you did was wrong. <laughs> don't do that no more, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But it took me, a, I mean, he's going on too, man. You know what I'm saying? I don't pop him like he's four or five either, you know, but. Just enough for him to feel it, man. Yeah. Well, I got whoopings growing up, so. Yeah. Well, hey, I got a question, though, because you have your son, right? Yeah. And then, Rod, you, you know what I'm saying, have, like, your your daughter, you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying, uh, who's not your birth daughter. Right. But uh, how does that work in, like, a blended family with, uh, you know, her her mom, you know what I'm saying, releasing you, I guess, to discipline her daughter? Like, are you comfortable with that, giving that type of discipline? So with the blended family, um, I believe it's something that every family is going to be different uh, because every situation is going to be different. Um, with my personal situation, um, we we had a, a kind of agreement in the beginning because Sanaya's dad is in her life. Um, exactly right. That you know, if any if any physical discipline is going to come from a male, it has to come from him. You know, and that's kind of the, sta- the the standard that we set at the beginning of our relationship. So I can't. Now that we're 
we've known each other for five years and you know we've been married for three years I can't all of a sudden flip the script just because I get ups yeah just because I get upset I can't flip the script and say oh I'm gonna do this now you know what I'm saying I, I won't do that because she's never known me as you know a physical disciplinarian you know what I'm saying that's respect so, though yeah and it's respect to her dad because if he don't put his hands on her like that who am I to put you know my hands on you know if she's my child but somebody else's birth child you know what I'm saying so I can't put myself in a position like that but then again like I said everybody's situation will be different yeah. whether you have with with the blended family you know um the standard has to be set at the beginning I believe yeah. I believe you know that's going to be the recipe for clear success. communication yeah, yeah for anybody because if it's not the tone is not set at the beginning and then you know you get two and three years down the line and you know you as the dad or the stepdad you know you jack a son up that's 12 or 13 years old is trying yeah. to you know start to smell itself you know mom's going to look at you crazy like you know what are you doing touching my son like this right. you know you've never done that before Yeah. but probably because you never talked about it before yeah, like you, you said, know, you get that standard has to be set. Yeah, it has to be set. Let me ask you this. Do you, do you, is it because, uh, like you said, because one, he's in her life, and two, to me, is it a difference because she's a girl? I was going to ask that. Like, does her, does her sex make the difference? Um, yes, yes. It, it really does because... You know, men we're physically strong. We're physically stronger than you know women. Stephen you know. Ronda Rousey. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we ain't messing with Ronda. No. But, but um, so pretty much, you know, being a girl, you know, I would, if it's not nothing necessary, like you said, you know, if it's something sticking your hand in the socket, you know, when yeah. they at that toddler age or something like that, that it's gonna be like just a pop on the hand or you know just a pop on the butt or something like that. If it comes down to that, you know, you finna get this whooping like for real, for real. Yeah. Like I'm gonna let her mom do it because I don't, I don't want, you know, we have to think about that kind of stuff in the future to say, you know, I don't want you to get used to a man putting his hands exactly, on you in that bro. manner. You know what I'm saying? That's real. So. I don't want that. So you know, moms, you can you can, yeah. you, can, you can go to work. You know, what I'm I often think about that with girls, bro, because I feel like if I had a little girl, I probably would be. It'd probably be harder for me to spank her. It's funny you say that because in my situation, I got a goddaughter, right? Yeah. But like, her parents have put me like in a category as like a parent, like a, a father figure, like Play for real, for real. Yeah. I mean, when I say, I mean, I was there when. Uh, with Allison, her mom was, you know what I'm saying, get ready to give birth. Uh, I gave her her first bath, you know, ch almost changed up the first diaper. I mean, I've been there like every step of the way. And, like they've allowed me to play a huge role in her life. So she called me Daddy J and they've given me permission. Like, hey, she she acted that a lot, you yeah. know, hit her up, you know, you can right. whoop her. But as a, as a little girl, I wouldn't feel as comfortable even Putting my hands on her because number one, she's not my flesh and blood. Yeah. Even though blood would make us closer. Number two, she is a little girl. And I do believe that there should be a different level of respect. I think that parents do have to kind of differentiate, you know, between a man putting his hands on the side of his daughter or not. Like, I'll, if y'all kind of remember, uh, you remember that YouTube video that kind of went viral with like the dad, like, caught his little girls, they were twerking, oh, twerking. All, all on yeah. camera. Yeah. He like grabbed that extension cord and he said, he was, he was, he was wearing them out. Yeah. And I mean, it was 
to me that was borderline child abuse because I think it, 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 it strayed away from discipline and became abuse because number one he was so angry he was like beating about out of anger and I don't think they really understood why they was being disciplined that, that's true too but then again you have to look at it on his point of view just like Earl said if Ishikar sticks his hand in a socket you know he's gonna do something to tell him that's, that's not real. okay. That's real. So if I come in, if you come in the house, see your teenage daughter yeah. shaking it in front of a camera with some drawers on, that that sends that signal to your brain like, okay, this is not acceptable. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have that that time to say, uh, I need to be rational at this moment. You know what I'm saying? Because because the emotions are high. You know what I'm saying? So you don't have that necessarily time, but you have to let them know, like Earl said, that's not okay. And I don't think I don't think as a dad you see your three teenage girls sitting in front of you know, you of course you walk in, they gonna stop. But they they may not take that as serious as if you know how he approached it. Now, then again, he he went overboard to me, you know, as far as like putting his hands on them, you know what I'm saying? But those are his kids. Right. You know, you can't tell anybody else how to discipline their kids now. Of course, we know abuse and, you know, stuff like that. But, you know, you can't tell anybody how to raise their kids. I dig that. Yeah. And I think it's like the generations that, you know, how you were brought up. Because, like, my mom's generation, you know, now will probably be considered child abuse, you know. Yeah. Right. We all would. Yeah. 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 Growing up, you know, in the South or wherever you were from, you know, go get a switch. You come back with a small switch, where they're gonna go grab a two by four or something. You know what I'm saying? Because I told you, but it was acceptable. You know, now, I, me personally, I never got whooped with extension cords and stuff. Thank yeah. God. But you know, I have got popped with flash waters. You know what I'm saying? Or stuff like that. That, that bell buckle a couple yeah. good times. Yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? And like now, I mean, yeah, I've, you know, you get the whips from whoopings and everything. But you know, nowadays that's considered, you know. You have CPS at your house, you know. Well, and that's what I want to kind of get into too, because it got to the point where it's like you can't even be inside Walmart and put your hands, even in love, on your child without someone quick to call the police. So, like, have we reached a point in society where they have deemed? I think in Texas, like, I think any type of physical contact on your child has to be like with your hand only on their bottom, only, and. Anything outside of that They consider like Child abuse Now have we reached a point Like do we let You know the laws of the land Determine how we raise our children Even like from a biblical standpoint The Bible says You know spare the rod Spoil the child Yeah So we gonna still realize that Hey This type of discipline Is necessary for you to learn Yeah Specifically what you did wrong Exactly And I think it's um, Really that conversation It really boils down to How you were raised Um because everybody's going to have a different point of view and a different aspect because a lot of, you know, quote unquote, you know, we say we joke about it and stuff like that, that black people, you know, we got whoopings growing up. You know, that's how this is how we were raised. You know what I'm saying? So we we tend to think about that in one or two ways. We say either it worked for me, so I'm going to do it for do it with my child because I turned out OK. I'm not in jail. You know, I ain't a murderer and a killer. And you, you, you know, I don't disrespect my mom. I got the utmost respect for my mom. And then other people look at it, you know, from the other side, and saying I, it was done to me, and I feel like it was wrong. So I'm never yes, gonna, I'm, gonna I'm never gonna it. do that to my children. So I don't necessarily think it's society. I believe it's more the mentality, you know, how you grew up and how you view it, how you view it in retrospect. You because you're like, you know, it, either it worked for me or. You know, this was barbaric. This was wrong. Yeah. This almost slavery type. You right. know, because I've heard people compare, you know, 
Excuse me. Excuse me. Oh, bye. Excuse me, y'all. I've heard people compare spankings to, you know, slavery. I think I put up a post about that. Most deaf, yeah, and I, I've heard people say that the exact same thing uh, too with that. And I think, well, I can honestly say I did get spanked, I did get beat, but it was never one time that it was not administered in love. Yeah, you didn't think your parents loved you. I mean, like my father, my mother always made it clear this is the reason why I'm putting my hands on you. This is the reason why, and this is why I don't want you to do this ever again. And this is my expectations going forward. So I had, like, you know, um, a benchmark, you know, to yeah. follow from that. Yeah. And I think, well, I want to ask y'all this question too. Like, uh, how do y'all feel, just real quick, about embarrassing as far as like the discipline aspect? Like, you got, you know, all the videos they put up of like kids who didn't have good grades. So, like, the parents would like shave their heads, like the old man haircut, or the other video with a young man, I guess he was stealing from his father's wallet. So, he like made him put up that big sign and hold it up saying that, you know, I'm not going to get like no. He, to me, I think he took away his, you know, all his video games, uh, all his Jordans, um, took away his, his, his like all his like polos, like clothes. He even like nailed shut his AC, <laughs> the AC vent in his room. Talking about like, like man, you gonna have to earn that, you know, air conditioning in your room again. And he, he put it on Facebook. Like, how do y'all feel about you know, public embarrassment of like your child to make a point? Man, I think it like you have to know your child, man. And- Preferably the first time you do, you do that, it works. Um, if it works for you, then I mean, go for it. Me personally, I'm not a I'm not a big fan of it because I like it depends on what you're doing. Like I seen one with a dude pretty much. Um, he was hitting his son because he was claiming to be in a gang. He was letting him know. Yeah. You know, I thought that was borderline cool, but then I seen one where a dude like beat his son like he was a stranger you know what I'm saying like I didn't really see the love in it yeah and, and I can't say that wasn't out of love you know what I'm saying cause but to me that was like that's a little much bro yeah. you know what I'm saying like yeah. so it just depends like sometimes it's funny you know with the haircuts and um, you know I've seen people <laughs> have their child hold a sign you know say yeah. like hey I don't listen to my parents I think hopefully it works you know what I'm saying but embarrassment as long as it's like yeah, in love, right? In love, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah, and I think, you know, that's why you have to know your child. Like Earl said, you got to know who you're dealing with. You know what I'm saying? If if you don't have an open relationship with your child and you don't know, you truly don't know what they're going through in their life, they don't talk to you, you know, I think that's where we see those cases where the kids, you know, do something drastic, you know, kill the parents or commit suicide or something like that, you know, and you hate to see that happen. You know, because of a specific incident, you know, where the parent thought, hey, this is going to work. You know what I'm saying? Because I think everybody that does it, they're like, you know, OK, you you didn't listen to this method. So let me, you know, let me do this yeah. other method to see if it works. You know what I'm saying? Because we're so social media driven. So it's like, let me hit you where it hurts. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's where you have to know your child, because if you know what your child loves, you, that's where you're gonna hit them at. That's where you use the discipline, and I think all of our parents did did it with us. Whether it was restriction, you know, back in the day, they took away our TV, our Nintendo, or whatever. So nowadays, you know, parents thinking the same thing. You know, yeah. let me hit you where it hurt. You on Facebook all day? You on Twitter all day? Okay, well, let me take it to Twitter to you know see if I could uh, rectify this problem. So I mean, I think it's just knowing your child. 
I mean, it's the same with, you know, people coming to whoop their kids at school, you know. Yeah, I'm never forgetting my homeboy Russell got the worst whooping. <laughs> <laughs> and right outside the door, and his daddy sent him right back in. I, I never forget. What's up, Russ? I know you're on my Facebook, boy. Hey, uh, <laughs> I mean, I know somebody else. I, I don't think I'm going to say his name. I, I don't know if he listened to that. But yeah, his, his mama came in and got that whooping at school, dude. Bruh, whooping club? Gave him, gave him the business, man, and sent him uh, right back inside the classroom. You know, so it kind of is what it is. Uh, that, that speaking of beating, I just want to get into like you know the Adeline King right now. I don't know about y'all, <laughs> but man, just speaking of beat, like I think we gonna get the Adeline King this week to to beat Bills. I mean, <laughs> what y'all think? Meek, you deserve it. <laughs> Meek, rest in peace, bro. Yeah. I mean, like he taking L's all week long. Never the same. Never the same. From from what I understand, like dude, you lost a rap battle and your girl in forty eight hours. Yeah, I mean the girl part still ain't confirmed, but I don't really see it lasting long anyway. But hey, you know um, it's not a good week for you, buddy. Adeline King. I think we safe to say he's having the worst week ever. Yeah, bro. And and like we were talking about, if if you're gonna respond after not responding (laughs) to two songs, like don't take anything for granted, bro. If that comeback should have been the best verse you ever wrote in your life, bro. you should have locked yeah. everybody out the room Said let me get in my zone And I apologize to anybody that's offended That we keep up with the beefs Oh yeah, yeah. Hey, Get hey. over it Yeah, but, <laughs> yeah it, it was pretty Whatever. horrible man It was pretty yeah, horrible man. I mean it's just uh, It was just uh, You know when you get hit with a With a With a, with a punch like that You you know The ref told you you gotta You gotta stand in A count Yeah and you said I'm okay. I'm getting back in this thing. But we both know you not okay. Yeah. Yeah, you you punch drunk right now. And I think, man, <laughs> I think the beef beefs are cool, man, when they're in, you know, out of competition. Or like competitive. Yeah, like, you know This wasn't even competitive. Yeah, at these all. are supposed to be like two great artists. And like everybody that knows me, I just respect good artistry, man. So I expect it. All right, these bars. Are lyricists, you yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, let's but, go. Hopefully it ends, you know what I'm saying? Because that hurts your feelings, bro. I mean, yeah. his pride is hurt. I just don't want to see any, you know. Got anybody pers- resort to violence. Yeah, keep it on violence, wax. Man, you got, you you got know, none of that shooting at tour buses. You yeah, know, keep it on wax. But, but yeah, Meek Mills, you have your the bars, title right step now. Step your bars up. Yeah, yeah. The Adeline King title. Yeah, you, you definitely get the Adeline King. Because I think we crowned him the Adeline King because, number one, you started yeah. everything. Yes. And then you took all these L's back to back. I mean, it's like you picked a fight with somebody for like three weeks. It's like bro. a bully. You know, you know when yeah. when, the, when when the bully come in the cafeteria. Tell me how you, you going to whoop him. You going to whoop Yeah, him. the kid, you know, just sitting there eating his lunch, you know, not messing with nobody. You know. I ain't trying to mess with you, man. I ain't I trying to fight, fight you. you. You know, I know y'all seen that video on World Star. <laughs> he didn't want to fight him. He didn't want to fight him. You he know, he, t- he told you. Come on, don't, he slammed that boy. Yeah, he, <laughs> he body slammed the best. Don't mess, boy. don't mess with me. And I, I think that's what Drake was saying. Like, we cool. Like, we good, man. Don't mess with me. But yeah. you know, you got body slammed in front of the whole cafeteria. Trigger fingers turned to Twitter fingers. I mean, yeah. keep your Twitter fingers. That's what it is. Man. Uh, so we're about to get into something else now. Uh, something that's been uh, all over our timelines, like the, probably the last what year and a half, we would say. Yeah. Uh, two constantly. Years, two years. Um, we just go get into it. Uh, police brutality and the simple fact of where we are with a culture. Um, not to even make it racial, 
but the fact of the matter is there is some racist and racial elements tied to um some of the aspects of some of the cases that we've seen i'm not saying every single case had to do with uh racism right um that would be foolish uh foolhardy but at the end of the day when you start breaking down some statistics it's really sad when it comes down to um the disparity of the races mm-hmm. you know people of color seem to be you know profiled uh differently than people uh, of not color and you know Throwing the word out there, the whole quote-unquote white privilege thing, people don't want to really um, acknowledge it or talk yeah. about it. It's like a dirty word. But the fact of the matter is there are certain things that uh, people of color can't get away with doing. True, yeah. Especially when it comes to interactions with, with authority. True, true. You know, and uh, I don't know how y'all were raised. I'm pretty sure y'all was raised the same way. Like, hey, you get pulled over. It's yes, sir. No, sir. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah. Uh, turn your hat around, you know. I'm saying, turn music down. Yeah. yeah, just just follow directions, expressively. You know what I mean? So, what y'all think? You um, you got some facts though. I so do got pull some, up some facts before we get into. Well, okay, for 2015 so far, uh, we have 668 documented deaths of Americans killed by by police. Wow, crazy man. 2014 was 1106 documented deaths of Americans killed by cops and since May of 2013 there have been 2532 documented incidences. Um to kind of give you a brief snapshot, it said every 8 hours roughly um, the police will kill an American citizen. Wow. Roughly. Um crazy man. Uh, this is even crazier to me. It says that cops are actually indicted less than 1% of the killings. I believe that. Um, but indictment rate for citizens is 90%. Yeah. So, you know, if you're a regular citizen and you're involved in like a fatal shooting, you get indicted 90% of the time. Cops are 1% of the time. A couple more facts that I found was interesting. Um, 84% of law enforcement officials said that they witnessed fellow officers using more force than necessary. 84% said that. Abuse um, of power. Yeah, 61% of officers said that uh, they do not always report serious abuse by fellow officers. Wow. You know, so that's, that's, more, than, that's more than half of, of other police officers saying that they witnessed their fellow yeah. brothers and sisters. So they, they live by a code, too. They, obviously, they live by a code, you know? Yeah. So, uh, it's, I mean, we, we all know the names out there. We got the Eric Gardner's, the Trayvon Martins, man, which wasn't even the police, but right. it was a, yeah. a highly publicized case. But, you Neighborhood know, watch, uh, Sandra Bland. Sandra now. Bland just recently, you got Tamir yeah. Rice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, um, Eric, uh, um, um, Walter Scott. Um, what's his name? Michael. Uh, Michael Brown. Michael Brown. You know. So I mean, uh, going through all this, what y'all, what y'all feedback with that? Man, um, it's it's sad, you know, disheartening, you know, at the same time that we kind of seeing it over and over. Um, <clears throat> it's, you know, it's almost to the point, you know, when you turn on the news or. You know, you turn on Facebook and, you know, it's just there. Every time you turn the every time you turn something on, it's like, oh, here go another case. You know, here go another case. You know, young I mean in, <clears throat> a lot of these is like kids, man. It ain't even it's not even adults that and, and mind you, everybody we name, they were all unarmed. Yeah. And that and that I mean and that's that's <laughs> that's even sad, man, that you know, these people are, you know, 
quote unquote, and we know every cop is not bad. We know every cop ain't good, you know, so we're not going to, you know, sit here and fake the funk about that, you know, but, you know, just somebody that's supposed to uphold something, you know, so precious, you're supposed to, you know, the badge says protect and serve, but you feel like that badge is, you know, almost, yeah, license (laughs) to kill a shield that you're almost invincible. You know what I'm saying? And, um, you know, being an African-American male, man, you know, you, you don't you we don't want to say that we live in fear but you know if i get pulled over by the police you know my heart start beating fast i don't i don't care what i don't care if i don't know what i did or if i if i just you know i knew i was speeding a little bit or whatever you know i know i i've never used drugs or anything like that so i know i've done, done nothing wrong as far as that but with the stuff that's going on now i can't say hey if this person having a bad day you know that he won't take it out on me and i'm i won't make it home to see my family yeah. you know what i'm saying and That's crazy. and you you said that you know about the the privilege thing and you know i i think about this a lot because i'm the only african american that works in my office i'm the only male that works in my office so they they make jokes about me like you know as far as when we're driving home they they may pass me on the you know the highway or whatever and they'd be like riding drive like a grandpa I'm like, well, I I, I don't want to I don't want to speak. I don't want to break the law. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want to risk not getting home to see my family. Not that it's not not that that's going to happen to me, but I don't even want to take that take unnecessary. That yeah, yeah, I don't want to take that unnecessary risk. You know, with just driving home from work. You know what I'm saying? I, I my house is still going to be there. You know what I'm saying? My family's still going to be there, but I personally don't want to take that unnecessary risk where, like I said, getting pulled over by somebody that's behind that badge that's having a bad day or that thinks ill of, of my race or, you know, has something has been done for, to him by somebody else. You know, I don't want that taken out on me. So, you know, I can't always say I'm a, you know, and do everything by the book and never get pulled over or nothing like that. But if it's something that I can prevent, you know, from happening to me, myself, I'm going to do it. How about you, Earl? Man, I think um, for me, just going back to what we said earlier, all cops ain't bad, you know, and I, I try to find the, the good in everybody. I have some friends that are cops and stuff. I think what happens, though, man, is there's enough uh, cases, enough bad cops to where we look at them all. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when you go to a restaurant or something and two or three employees are like buttholes, you know, you look at the whole restaurant, restaurant like, man, they ghetto in there, they ratchet, I ain't eating there. Right. So I think that's what's, what happened with cops, man. But for me, man, I tried to, as a, as a Christian sometimes, man, we try to... <clears throat> I guess avoid these situations Because you don't want to come off racist You know Right But I think what did it for me Was the Sandra Bland case You know I tried to kind of You know Well I ain't never been through that Maybe they just putting themselves in bed You know Right Predicaments But I'm like Alright this keeps happening You know Over and over again People keep abusing their power She changed the lane Yeah And we can say all day that Yeah She probably could have um, Interacted with the cop a little <laughs> Nicer maybe right. But I'll be like Just differently Differently Yeah yeah But the thing is man we're as a people, man, as a whole. Not maybe not even blacks, bro. We're 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 operating out of fear right now. You know, like you said, when you get pulled over, your heart starts beating. You know what I'm saying? And 
when you see enough of like what we've been seeing, like the cops become like enemies to you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like it's me against you. Why are you pulling me over? Off top. Right. And like you said, am I gonna make it home to see my my son? Am I make it home to see my wife? You know, right. you're not my friend right now. You know, what I'm saying? and I think that's what's happening. People are reacting out of fear. So when they're lashing out, you know, when they're not maybe cooperating with you the way. They're like, you're not going to control me. Right. You know, I know what y'all do, you know, and I think that's what happened even in that case. What happened behind the scenes, all that, I don't know. But, I mean, I think we're just, right now, the world's in a state of fear, man. You yeah. Know? The funny part about it is that the state troopers, from what I understand, they've even gone through different type of training because you're dealing with people all across the state. You ain't just yeah. dealing with just your district. So they deal with training that has to deal with diffusing situations. You are operating at a higher level because you're the professional. Yeah. Like, she's not required, number one, to act professional with you. She's, yeah. she's a citizen. She don't have to be nice to you. Le- legally, she's not yeah. required to, to even respect you right. as far as what she says. She can't put her hands on you, of course, but right. she's inside her car. Smoking her cigarette, she's not required to put it out. And he made a request yeah. that wasn't even law for her from the bank. And as soon as that she bugged back with an attitude, that's when he pulled the I'm the police and I'm yeah. gonna, you gonna you do know, what I say. Exactly. Because I mean, I think we can all agree. I feel like Buddy could have gave her that ticket and just let her go. I mean, she was asking for it. She was like, yeah. hey, just give me the ticket. Just write her the ticket, bro. That's what you put her over for. He, and the funny part, he already wrote the ticket. He was going to give it to her. It's like he was yeah. looking for a fight. I, I don't get it. And granted, like I said, I'm I'm not by any means saying we're always right. No. But I I don't ever think any of them situations result to you know you having to really shoot a person. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I, and I get this too from a cop's point of view. Like I said, I try to keep it in a balance. Yeah. If a person is armed, you know, or if I really am fearing for my life, it's me against you. You know, I, they got to get back to their family too. Exactly. But I haven't seen many cases where that cop was in that kind of danger. To be honest, you know, so it's like. I can't even justify you there, you know. Well, let me uh, let me put a little spin on it because I seen something on social media, Facebook, um, yesterday that kind of it kind of blew my mind. But then, in a in another way, I was like, well, it's kind of the norm now. I seen a black police officer pull a black person over, and he disrespected him like no other. The same way. The same way. It it wasn't it wasn't a race thing. It's abuse of power. It was abuse of power. You know, he he pretty much told him, "I like I'll break your uh, yeah if you don't li- if you don't do what I say, I could make you do what I say, and if you don't if you don't cooperate that way, um, it's gonna get physical. So at some point, it ain't it ain't even about it ain't even about black or white. It's just about like we said, abuse of power, because. If you look at all the videos, uh, most of the, a lot of the videos that are on social media, it may be a, you know, white or Caucasian officer leading, but black officers are there. Yeah. Right. And I, 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 the case in South Carolina where the dude was running away and got shot in the back, it was a black officer right there. That was on the one of the first ones that was yeah. on the scene after they was called. Like that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So it's it's not a it's not a it's not always a race thing. We know race plays a, a integral part on it. So one, it's not, one it's not of y'all black. said something though, man. That I do. I mean, I know this wasn't original. It was an art comment. What did Lecrae say though? That I thought I thought that was pretty dope. Whichever yeah. one of y'all said that about. 
Yeah, yeah all lives do matter, you know. Exactly. But the reason we're focusing on necessarily black lives, the analogy you use is what I like. Yeah. But, but basically, so basically, what he said, uh, Lecrae and uh, Propaganda, uh, they said, you know, if you go into a doctor's office and you tell the doctor, hey, I have a broken arm, and the doctor says, you know, all your bones matter. You know, but you're gonna look at him crazy because you told him, Hey, my arm is broken right now. Yeah. I'm not worried about the rest of my bones right now. I'm worried about this arm. Let's focus on where the problem is. Exactly, yeah. exactly. So I think that's where we get it. We get it from. And, you know, and as a people, in, I'm talking about African Americans, black people, you know, and it, it is that rebellion that's rising up because we, we, when it's blasted all over the TV, yeah. it's always us. You know what I'm saying? When a, when a when a white person, um, you know, gets shot by a cop or something, it's not as publicized. It's not. It's well, not hey, thrown. Hey, you know, I take it even a step further, bro. Because let's even go off of the recent shooting in Charleston. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was Charleston, right? Yeah. With, with the, the the church shooting. Yeah. It was like, uh, sadly but true. When you have a white shooter, it's mental illness. Yeah. yeah, and and uh, dude was just disturbed. Yeah, whenever you have a black shooter, it's like he's, he's a thug, yeah. racist, and angry. Yeah, exactly. He's a monster. He's angry. It's terrorist. Exactly, and it's a different spin on it. So this is the question I have. I believe that the media brings us all to a frenzy based upon what they report, and they only flip it to one side of things immediately. Because there are so many different things that came out with the Michael Brown case yeah, in bro. little pieces, but it depended on which channel that you watched. Yeah, that they were going to give you that side of the facts of they it. They play us, bro. Yeah, it's flat you out. Know what, man? We I'm feed a, into it. I think, and I know this may go a little longer than the other podcast, man, uh, because it's such a uh, a real heavy, subject. Heavy a real subject. subject. Yeah. the media plays us, man, in so many ways. I'm all for awareness, man. I think we need to know what's going on. But the media is just like any other business, bro. Yeah. They want ratings. They want likes. You know what I'm saying? Ratings bring They know what's going to... Man, there's stuff happening all over the world, you know, other than this. You know what I'm saying? But this is what has people watching. You know what I'm saying? So, like, why not put out white cop kills black guy, you know, even if the black dude was wrong? Or why not put out, you know what I'm saying? Even, even the other way around, you know what I'm saying? That's what gets people talking, man. That's what gets us in a frenzy, like you said. So Yeah, you just like, here it go again. You know, whether it be, like, like I said, white cop, black cop, you know, white person, black person, white citizen, black citizen, you know, it's in, in that aspect, that's when we say all lives matter. Well, yeah. Well, check this out. Maybe it ain't just black or white. Maybe it's just blue. Maybe it's green. Yeah. I mean, because everything comes down to money, like he said. Yeah, so I'm saying, like, again, the uniform is blue, and it comes down to the green of the money. And you think cops, bro, once it gets out of hand, bro, and they pull that gun... They shooting to kill, bro. Because you got lawsuits. You know what I'm saying? You got all kind of stuff, man. And think, well, I don't even know if the web, the web, the cam is, I guess, helped a little bit. Right. But I mean, it's like, they don't want to deal with that court issue or them suing the city and then on your behalf and then you about to lose your job. You know, it's money. So yeah. if I'm going to shoot you, then, you know. But even going back, not to beat a dead horse, but going back to, to Eric Gardner. Is the fact is at that point in time, yeah, dude was selling cigarettes illegally. He's doing yeah. something that's wrong. So that's that's let's just get that yeah, point. Yeah, we're out. not justifying that. Not justifying his wrongdoing. But at that point, as big as he was, the level or the excessive force is what I have a problem with. It didn't take all that to subdue, buddy. And, and the he lack wasn't of even compassion, like bro. Yeah. yeah, the lack of compassion. Like when somebody says, "I can't, I can't breathe. breathe," or somebody tells you, "I have epilepsy," or "I have," you know. 
something wrong. Something's wrong, and you say good for you. I don't care. You know, to me, that's a loss anyway, bro. There's no. That's an indictment. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. At that point, there should be no argument. You know what I mean? Because. And I, that's upholding the shield, bro. You know, yeah, I'm sorry for my, you know, my brothers that are police. Yeah. Said respect to the good ones, but. And I think that's this this that's where the outrage comes in because then the media puts that spin on it to make you know quote unquote the black person look like they were non-compliant, like they were crazy, like they were you know unruly. Then I- immediately, yeah, bro. immediately. Then. You know, two weeks, a month goes by, it goes to court, cops get off. You know, slap on the wrist. Oh, you know, they suspended with pay. You know. Pay vacation. You know, it's like a pay vacation. You shot somebody, but uh, you at home still getting paid for it. Yeah, you don't go to work, you know, but you still getting paid for it. So that's what I believe that's where the, you know, the anger and the emotions come from. You know, as far as, you know, the injustice, the injustice is concerned. That's where that portion comes from. And it's sad because I know a lot of great cops. Yeah, man. I mean, mean, who truly protect and serve, and they're put in a bad predicament now because everybody's just on edge. And I make it even point, like, I did an event a little while ago, and I saw three or four police officers who were, I guess, kind of mad at the event, you know, watching over it. And I... When I saw them, immediately, like the hairs on my, you know, my arms stood up, and I got kind of like yeah, weary, like and I, I, I felt a, a certain way. I was like, man, I've never looked at the police and felt that way of like, you know, f the police. Yeah, I had right. that mentality. It's always been like that's my, that's my level of respect I need to give you. Yeah. So I made it a point. I went over there, shook everybody's hand, said yeah. thank you, thank you for your service. I realized that in your line of duty. Y'all catching a whole lot of flack right now, but I want to say personally, that's, thank that's you. That's real, but that was and, good. and you know what? Every one of them was white. And that was see, good. I, I believe to see a black man come up and say thank you. Yeah. If that could just ease a little bit of the tension between the two sides, I believe it's worth it at the end of the day. It kills the whole thing. Right. It's just like, oh, like me. I make it a point, especially being a black man. Like, you know, dress some dreadlocks sometimes carry a, you know. <laughs> A stereotype you Right know, I try to be the most Polite guy Well spoken Ever Well spoken I hold the door for you I don't care who it is I try to speak When they pass by Even if it's the most Thugging looking dude In the world I had that happen At Walmart the other day uh, he, I mean it blew his mind Hey what's right. up bro How you doing Man I'm doing good <laughs> Like this dude spoke to me So sometimes we gotta Just cure that, kill that whole stereotype But I do wanna say this man As Christians man When we're praying Let's not just Pray in our four walls, you know, God, you know, please get rid of police brutality and all these people dying, man. Let's pray for strategy, man. Let's pray for, you know, solution. Let's get out there and really engage culture and try to make a difference, you know. You know. All right, last topic of the night, real quick. We're going to talk about one quick thing real quick. <laughs> uh, we know we live in a, you know, IG, Twitter, Facebook generation, and, you know, we like to post pictures of everything that we do sometimes. Um, and, you know, food is food is big because we call ourselves foodies, uh, you know, some people more than others. Um, but <laughs> Was that shots fired? No, I'm, nah, no, no shots fired. Not at all. But But some people are putting pictures up of their food what that's, is that that's just just oh. not presentable what and is that I, I have a problem with it I, I do I'm sorry <laughs> I mean I have a problem if your food it 
I don't, I don't know. I don't even know how to describe it. Cause I'll be like, it if just you like bad. If you throw it up with like a, a a picture, and I've seen this personally on Instagram. Me like, too. Cook for bay, and it's like. <laughs> You know, hot dog, weedy. It's like, it's like one like, piece of chicken, <laughs> some some blue blocks macaroni and cheese. But like nasty looking macaroni and, and a, cheese. And, like, a, and some carrots that you came straight out the can. You yeah, it's like you didn't put that. any butter or sugar on the carrots. <laughs> no love. You just you just you know, you just <laughs> on a paper up. plate, no less. You know what I'm saying? It's like looking really you know, what is soupy that? and nasty looking like that was it. Is what is edible? that? Yeah, it doesn't look like good. I mean, baby food. Just, or something. just think about. It. I know everybody's proud of your food. You like, man, I, I put it down in the kitchen today. You know, we understand that. <laughs> but <laughs> if it don't, just just think about it. Just say, I'm gonna go on Instagram before I post this picture. Let me look at some food posts on Instagram. Right. And if yours don't really crack up yeah, to man. something that you say, ooh, that look good. Mm, you might not want to throw it over. Don't hit Seth. Yeah, yeah. No. The artistry has to be there. Yeah. Chef Soldier's pretty good at that. I would yeah, say he's gotten better because he used to be pretty bad. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> he used to be pretty. Shots are definitely getting fired tonight. <laughs> he's gotten a lot better as, as far as plating. Well, it's kind of funny because like foodie call out. Well, hey, even with the plating, like people will call me on it though. Like I fed, I put a post. Yeah, before, I've seen. Them. And I be, hey, I think, I think you and your wife will call me out before. And be we, like, hey, I think this is a foodie war. I think this is where this is going. Uh, it's like. Like, he's I, just trying to get a free yeah, meal. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I'm the taster. You, you're he's the just taster. To get hey, a free meal. I want to see this. I think by you know, don't beat Meek Mills either. <laughs> got, I think you Meek right I, now. I you think, start this. I now. think if one of y'all put one up, the other one has three days to respond. Oh man, nah, um, man, like I mean, on, I, don't, I don't cook as much as I used to. I mean, I mean, I no, I'm not gonna do that. We, I, 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 mean, I, I will admit though, man, the, the, the fried wontons, like we definitely got to get around to that. Cause oh like, man, that was pretty delectable. <laughs> I mean, I hooked them up. I mean, we'll post pictures. Yeah, yeah that's worth posting. But, yeah, yeah, but y'all cut that out though, man. If it looks gross, man. Yeah, like, man. Please, please ask somebody first, man. Yeah, know? just say, hey, do this look good? And, and hey, man, be a friend. Be a friend. If you're at the house and they cook. Friends don't let friends post stuff like that. No. Don't do that. And this can even lead into maybe a future topic in the future, but like, if it looks gross, period. Like, if you look gross. <laughs> True. Don't hit it. True. That's Send true. it to a friend first. Say, hey, is, I this, mean, like, is this IG worthy? Right. You know what I'm saying? Would you approve? If you stuck on Facebook and you do a picture, that, that, that probably shouldn't have been up in the first place. Yeah. If, don't do that. if your toes is hanging off your sandals. You know, it's lost feet. That's what I call that. Yeah, sloth feet. Ugh. I mean, if you if your shirt is too small, and you know what I mean by that, <laughs> that's ladies and men, right? You know, but, but you got pit stains. Talk about workflow. Yeah, <laughs> just you know, just 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 think about it. Yeah, cut it out. When you take the picture, when you take the selfie, you know, review it. Yeah, cut it. Out. Maybe compare it to others. Just say, hey, is this is this really work? Well, that's been our, our, our public service announcement Kind of leading uh, to the end of everything But as always Comment, share, like Hey, tell a friend to tell a friend To definitely uh, stream the Brothers Podcast like, yeah, Let your mama hear the podcast Like us on Facebook uh, man, Hopefully Earl can put it on the Facebook page Dang, bro I will You know, we got all these likes and no, no posts We don't be cussing either So anybody can listen to it <laughs> <laughs> Tell your kids Anybody can us. get it Right so, yep. hey, we, we love y'all. So, we got definitely more stuff. <laughs> What's wrong with you? More stuff coming Peace. soon. So, y'all stay tuned. Peace. Love y'all, man.